Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 62 and 63 My soul truly waiteth still upon God, for of him cometh my salvation. He verily is my strength and my salvation. He is my defense, so that I shall not greatly fall. How long will ye imagine mischief against every man? Ye shall be slain, all the sword of you. Yea, as a tottering wall shall ye be, and like a broken hedge. Their device is only how to put him out, whom God will exalt. Their delight is in lies. They give good words with their mouth, but curse with their heart. None, nevertheless, my soul, wait thou still upon God, for my hope is in him. He truly is my strength and my salvation. He is my defense, so that I shall not fall. In God is my health and my glory, the rock of my might, and in God is my trust. O put your trust in him alway, ye people. Pour out your hearts before him, for God is our hope. As for the children of men, they are but vanity. The children of men are deceitful. Upon the weights they are altogether lighter than vanity itself. O trust not in wrong and robbery. Give not yourselves unto vanity. If riches increase, set not your heart upon them. God spake once, and twice I have also heard the same, that power belongeth unto God. And that thou, Lord, art merciful, for thou rewardest every man according to his work. O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee, my flesh also longeth after thee, in a barren and dry land where no water is. Thus have I looked for thee in the sanctuary, that I might behold thy power and glory. 
for thy loving kindness is better than the life itself. My lips shall praise thee. As long as I live will I magnify thee in this manner, and lift up my hands in thy name. My soul shall be satisfied, even as it were with marrow and fatness, when my mouth praiseth thee with joyful lips. Have I not remembered thee in my bed, and thought upon thee when I was waking? Because thou hast been my helper. Therefore, under the shadow of thy wings will I rejoice. My soul hangeth upon thee, thy right hand hath upholden me. These also, that seek the hurt of my soul, they shall go under the earth. Let them fall upon the edge of the sword, that they may be a portion for foxes. But the king shall rejoice in God. All they also that swear by him shall be commended. For the mouth of them that speak lies shall be stopped. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fourth verse of the eighth chapter of the book of Amos. Hear this, you who swallow up the needy, and make the poor of the land fail, saying, When will the new moon be past that we may sell grain, and the Sabbath that we may trade wheat? making the ephath small and the shekel large, falsifying the scales by deceit, that we might buy the poor for silver and needy for a pair of sandals, even sell the bad wheat. The Lord has sworn by the pride of Jacob, surely I will never forget any of their works. Shall the land not tremble for this? and every one mourn who dwells in it. And of it shall swell like the river, heave and subside like the river of Egypt. And it shall come to pass in that day, says the Lord God, that I will make the sun and go down at noon, and I will darken the earth in broad daylight. I will turn your feasts into mourning and all your songs into lamentation. I will bring sackcloth on every waist and baldness on every head. I will make it like mourning for an only son, and its end like a bitter day. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord God, that I will send a famine on the land, not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. They shall wander from sea to sea, and from north to east they shall run to and fro seeking the word of the Lord, but shall not find it. In that day the fair virgins and strong men shall faint from thirst. Those who swear by the sin of Samaria, who say, As your God lives, O Dan, and as the way of Beersheba lives, they shall fall and never rise again. Here endeth the first lesson. Tentam on page 10. We praise thee, O God. We acknowledge thee to be the Lord. 
All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable, true, and only son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants, whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted. Let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the 37th verse of the 7th chapter of the Gospel according to St. John. On the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If any one thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke concerning the Spirit, whom those believing in him would receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. Therefore many from the crowd, when they heard this saying, said, Truly this is the prophet. Others said, This is the Christ. But some said, Will the Christ come out of Galilee? Has not the scripture said that the Christ comes from the seed of David and from the town of Bethlehem, where David was? So there was a division among the peoples because of him. Now some of them wanted to take him, but no one laid hands on him. Then the officers came to the chief priests and Pharisees, who said to them, Why have you not brought him? The officers answered, No man ever spoke like this man. Then the Pharisees answered them, Are you also deceived? Have any of the rulers or the Pharisees believed in him? But this crowd that does not know the law is accursed. Nicodemus, he who came to Jesus by night, being one of them, said to them, Does our law judge a man before it hears him and knows what he is doing? 
They answered and said to him, Are you also from Galilee? Search and look, for no prophet has arisen out of Galilee. And everyone went to his own house. Here endeth the second lesson. Jubilate on page 15. O be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be ye sure that the Lord he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Lord, we beseech thee, grant thy people grace to withstand the temptations of the world, the flesh, and the devil, and with pure hearts and minds to follow thee, the only God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. We start in Psalm 62 and 63 this morning. 
which has are both Psalms of David, reflecting uh, times of duress in his um, in his kingly career um, as the anointed one, uh, uh, particularly in the wake of King Saul on the first hand, and and then likely uh, the rebellion of his son Absalom in the second Psalm. And what they reflect is uh, that David, uh, being in um, being in times of you know great prosperity and also in times of exile, um, nevertheless retains his prayer of, of trust in the um, continual loving kindness of the Lord, and that the Lord's power is continually expressed in patient loving kindness to His people, um, and that even if He visits uh, corrective justice upon His people. It is no indication that he has forgotten the promises that he makes to his people um, and that it should and that his prayer serves as a kind of interpretive lens for seeing those seasons of justice as they unfold in Israel's history. Um, and that's significant because after, you know, within a couple of generations after the after the kingship of David, we see the division of the kingdoms. Um, and in the northern kingdom, particularly, you see um, the a kind of effort to reestablish the, um, the the sort of the original spirituality of Israel prior to the uh, reign of King David, who um, who, I, who who centralized the worship um, in Jerusalem uh, as well as the kingly palace in Jerusalem. And the, one of the problems of the northern kingdom, where the, where the ten tribes outside of Judah were, and Benjamin were were located, had to do with this um, had to do with this effort to um, kind of point to a pristine period, of, a so-called pristine period of Israel's history that um, wasn't made problematic by the um, the kind of self elevation as they saw it of the king, uh, the Judah, the, the Judean kings. Um, after David's ascension and then uh, after the covenant made to him that one of his seed would sit on the throne of Israel forever. There was an attempt to kind of um, create a contrast to this. And so what got created during that time was this conflict culturally and theologically and politically and, and, and pretty much in every way between the, that northern kingdom and southern kingdom. Um, and that, that reaches a point where you have um, late in, in the history of both of those kingdoms, um, as we get to the lesson from Amos today, you get this, uh, you, you have in the northern kingdom, which falls under that kind of corrective justice first. Um, and then there, so there's this, um, what happens is, is that they fall into rampant idolatry because in decentralizing the worship of uh, of of God from Jerusalem, which they necessarily had to do splitting off from Judah where Jerusalem was located. Uh, the Northern Kingdom uh, reestablished centers of worship on the high places of Israel, on the hilltops of Galilee and Samaria um, and down in the South as well. And what this allowed, this decentralizing of the worship also permitted a kind of uh, laxity um, in the rites that were used to worship God. And this progressively led to the introduction of idolatrous practices as, as you know, as things that were offered to God, um, which increasingly corrupted the people. And one of the forms of that corruption was this thing that Amos in his, in our chapter this morning uh, is highlighting that God is very displeased with. Um, that is, um, like the Southern Kingdom, uh, there was a, a kind of urbanity that developed among the, uh, among the Northern Kingdom that, uh, and a kind of, um, economic oppression that had developed um, where 
uh, that where, where you know everyone was concerned about kind of making as much as they could um, at whatever the cost to their fellow to their neighbor, uh, and so like neighbor love and hospitality fell in dis in fell fell in practice, and they uh, and God was you know who had commanded them to love their neighbor as themselves as an extension of their love for Him as their God. Uh, he was displeased with this, and he and he said that they would fall under summary judgment. And as a result, of, and as a result of that, he, you know, the northern kingdom was within a generation wiped out by the Assyrian Empire to the north, um, and it was disbanded. And then Judah fell under the same assault from the Assyrians, but they withstood it. Uh, and even though they had their whole <laughs> scene later on with Babylon and were taken captive, and then were later delivered back, the northern kingdoms were never delivered back from the Assyrian captivity. And so this this crept into the mind of the of the Judeans that. Uh, that Judah was privileged because they had Jerusalem. Of course, God delivered them from their captivity, but that he hadn't delivered the northern kingdoms. And so by the time of Jesus, this resulted in a, a kind of cultural animosity between Judah, the, the folks down in the Judean Jews, uh, and then the Jews up in Galilee, um, who were a kind of intermingling of some people who had made their way back from the Assyrian uh, exile, but then also were mainly like Greeks, uh, and foreigners who settled in like the northern uh, like towns of of, of, of Judea, and um, and so there was this kind of prejudice, and that's why in our lesson this morning from John's Gospel, you see the Pharisees who are the kind of elite of Jerusalem looking down upon Jesus as a Galilean and wondering, can any you know prophet ever come from Galilee? Now that was certainly true. I mean, uh, Jonah, the prophet, came from Galilee. He was he was from there. And so there was ample reason to think that that was possible. Um, but there's this prejudice, a prejudging that takes place on the part of the Judean um, religious leaders that that points to Jesus not being able to do this. And so what this blinds them to is that Jesus is proclaiming uh, what King David in his prayer um, announced is that God in his loving kindness would make waters to spring up in the wilderness. Um, and, would, and it was a sign of a turning back of captivity. It was a sign of turning back of exile. And so what, what would happen is, is, you know, he was proclaiming that these, uh, that these ancient fractures between north and south and between, um, and between those who had been exiled and those who had returned and those who had compromised and those who had, quote, unquote, been faithful uh, were going to be healed and the outpouring of this water festival that he is pr proclaiming this at the feast of tabernacles is the is the feast that is supposedly going to celebrate a re-entry into the promised land and a um, a healing of those um, those ancient fractures to the people of god um, and yet in the midst of that while jesus is proclaiming it we see the evidence of those ugly fractures on full display again um, and as a result of that, there's this uh, we, we see revealed an inward rejection um, because of that, you know, really what begins as a prejudice of neighbor against neighbor. We see it um, develop in this case as a hardening of the heart against the very Messiah that they uh, purportedly had been longing to see and had been waiting for. And so it's a it's a reminder to us that the command, as we'll learn in mass today, the command to love God the command to love our neighbor are 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 kinds are modes of experiential knowledge that in, impact each other, um, and that the more we refuse to love our neighbor, the more it will affect not only not only our ability to love God, but to recognize God and to know Him, um, and so we can be blind to Him even when He stands in front of us.
And similarly, when we neglect our worship of God, it makes it very difficult for us to know and love our neighbor. And these two things go hand in hand. And as a result, the more we, um, the, the more lax we are in one or the other, the more that we will miss out on both. And ultimately we will lack both knowledge and love. And so as we return to the Eucharist this morning and are invited again under the summary of the law to love our God, to love neighbor, and to be received again by, by God, uh, we have to remember that in being received by God, we also are called to receive our neighbor again. Um, and that is how we grow in the knowledge and love of God that brings us that peace that passes all understanding. So a couple thoughts for this morning. And this morning, we'll modify our practice slightly to conclude with the general thanksgiving together. Which is found on page 19. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we have an unworthy servants to give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all so much for joining in this morning. Happy Sunday to you all. And thanks to Chris for being my co-leader today. Thank you, Father Hayden. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Have a good trip. Thank you. Thank you.